Welcome to Authentico. This is Gabriela. And Junior. Back to the drawing board. This podcast is created with you in mind, the Latino professional and business owner determined to succeed. Por eso conversamos en dos idiomas and discuss a wide range of topics. As diverse as our audience and provide you with tools and resources. Esperemos que les guste. Hello, Gabriela Ramirez Arellano, aquí con ustedes platicando. Este, dándoles más información y esperando saber de ustedes. Y conmigo está Junior Lara. Gracias, Junior. Hola, Junior Alfonso Lara Núñez Martínez. ¿Sí? Para lo que quieran saber, sí. Ese es mi nombre, de, mi nombre completo. Oh, my gosh, no sabía. Sí. Está, bueno, estaba inicialmente cuando yo vine a este país en mi, en mi residencia. Ahora soy un ser siempre. Es Junior Alfonso Lara Núñez Martínez. Oh, wow. Pero es Junior Lara. Ya es que americano. Estoy, ya que soy americano. <risa> y How a veces ni here? siquiera es Lara, es Lara. Lara, Lara. Junior Lara. Lara. Va a ser otro episodio. Ya ese. ¿Cuántos de nosotros nos cambiamos los nombres? O de pronunciación o de, o de apellido completo. Y, le, y Carlos me dice a mí, yo, yo digo Lara. Lara. Me, me llamo Carol Lara. Y she owns up to it. Like you're a lot braver than I am, honey. <risa> So, we have a really good episode right now lined up. <laughs> so, sí, dejamos de hablar de apellidos. So, um, if you've been listening and you've been noticing that um, we come to you not just for business stuff, they're like, we're, we're, we're working on being our most authentic self. Mm -hmm. So, we're going to come to you. We're going to be silly. And we're also going to talk about valuable topics and then we'll be silly again. I mean, that's, this, is, this is us. They want to give you more of that. So hopefully you guys are enjoying that. Yes, yes. Y si nos han estado escuchando, quizás escucharon el podcast donde hablamos de cómo decidir cuándo es tiempo de dejar un trabajo, una compañía o quizás una industria. Y hoy queremos hablar un poquito acerca de qué pasa ahora que ya fue se hicieron el cambio. Sí, pero, Dios mío, porque soy bastante uh, stressful, right? I mean, like you said, sometimes you have to leave the company and join a new industry, like. What do you go? Like, what do you do? Especially, so so add to that, right? Like, so say for example, you're you're leaving a company, joining a new industry, but you're taking on a new team, and every single person on that team has more knowledge than you about what they do, and yet you're expected to lead and manage them. It's like the first day of school. Oh my gosh! What do you wear? I Should know. I wear this or wear that? Imagino la noche anterior cómo has de haber estado. Sudando. Sudando como un loco. Bueno, lo bueno que tú ya pasaste por eso sí. para que ahora nos platiques y nos ayudes a mejor manejar la situación. Because I really feel like we talked about this a little bit before. You were unafraid of what you didn't know going into this last role, into a new job, in a new industry, totalmente diferente de lo que habías hecho antes. Pero... No tenías miedo porque tenías la confianza de lo que sí sabías. Eso es lo importante, Gaby. Porque no era que yo no tenía miedo en general. Porque sí, yo estaba estudiando como un loco. Y yo te he dicho eso a ti antes. Que el fin de semana antes de empezar mi, mi posición nueva. En una in, in, industria nueva. I had a panic attack. I had a panic attack. And I said, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I just left this company that I've been at for eight years. 
and saw and felt that that was going to be my future up until I retired. What am I doing? I just made the worst decision of my life. What am I going to do? And now I'm expected to lead a team starting this coming Monday. I had a full-blown panic attack. So it's not that I wasn't stressed out. I wasn't afraid. But I know myself, and I know what I can accomplish. I know what I've accomplished in the past, and I know what I'm capable of. And that's something that we talked about in the past, too, is truly knowing yourself as a leader, like knowing your strengths, knowing your opportunities. And I feel like that's what I felt uh, that I was able to fall back on. Yeah, I mean, I think it's amazing. Esa, esa, ese nugget, como decimos en inglés, mm -hmm. realmente que tenías la confianza de entrar en algo totalmente nuevo y diferente simplemente porque te conocías sí. a ti y conocías um, lo que tú podías manejar. Yeah. Entonces, pues, era como entrar sin miedo al, al no saber algo porque tenías la confianza de lo que sí sabías. Sí, sí. Y como dije, es importante que los lo líderes the, the leaders know themselves. Like, if you look at your life, there's some key patterns. There's some things that really stand out. Like, for me... A key pattern for me is always resourcefulness. I have always been, being immigrant that I am, a very resourceful person. Um, whatever needs to happen, I'm going to figure out how to get there, uh, either by acquiring the knowledge that I need to get there or by tapping into someone who can help me get there. Whatever that their final destination is. I mean, I'm, I don't know if I share this with you, but I put myself to two years of school just to learn a whole new skill. Did I share that with you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I put myself to two years of night school to to pick up a skill that I needed in order to to keep my my job, to keep my sanity because my car kept breaking down, and I could not afford to to pay anyone to to fix my car. And my family's they all had old cars, of course, right? And their cars kept breaking down and. I just didn't know what to do. So I said, okay, I'm going to learn how to work on cars. And I did. And sure, I acquired a lot of student debt. <laughs> but still, is a skill that continues to pay dividends years later. I graduated in 2013. And here I am now, um, was it six years later, still doing my own thing. So oh, wow. I feel like that's always been um, a key thing in my career is, is being able to to trust myself to get the job done. Wow. So, ahora que estás en, estabas en una nueva posición, mm -hmm. en una industria totalmente diferente, con un equipo nuevo, como el primer día de clases, mm -hmm. ¿qué fueron las cosas en las que te enfocaste o las que te ayudaron a salir adelante? Para mí, la, una de las cosas que, aparte de, obviamente, de, de, yo, de mi confianza en, en sí mismo, uh, fue entendiendo... ¿Qué son los, las cosas importantes para, no solamente para la industria, obviamente, pero también para, para mi trabajo? So, for example, knowing, knowing what the uh, KPI, uh, KPIRs, KPIRs, the KPIs are, <laughs> period, uh, for my company and for my department. Like that was one of the main things. I wanted to understand exactly what drove the performance. What did the success look like for my team? What was the expectation of my boss and my boss's boss? What was the expectation of our clients? And what did our industry need of, uh, sorry, uh, my company need of us, meaning my team mm -hmm. 
in order to be successful. Those are one of the main things that I, that I dug real deep on. Like I had meetings after meetings after meetings so that I can understand from a, from a high level, but also from a long-term vision of what success looked like without getting to know initially what the job entailed, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Definitely makes total sense because, I mean, al fin del día te van a juzgar en eso. Mm-hmm. So es importante saber qué es lo que tienes que empezar a medir mm-hmm. y cómo te van a medir mm-hmm. a la hora del performance review o de que lleguen a ver cómo estás haciendo. Y simplemente para ti, para asegurarte que estás yendo en, en la dirección correcta. Sí. Y, y tal vez que como es estresante ir a una industria nueva y, y una, una posición nueva, pero, like, there's so much power in having a new perspective. I feel like that's an underrated, um, I wouldn't call it skill, because, I mean, you kind of come with it if you don't know the job, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of bring that to the table. But that's a very underrated thing, especially as a leader, because as a leader, you're one of the people who, who like, you're one of the decision makers, Right, so coming in into any industry with a whole new perspective, like Gabby, people pay consultants millions and millions and millions of dollars for information that they can get if they just go out on a limb and hire someone, not based on experience, but based on what they could bring to the table. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of companies focus on what what, what what's this person's background, and does it align with the experience that we're looking for. And companies like to play safe. And I feel like that's a very, very safe, safe um, way to be, right? When you're, when you're only hiring people who have the certifications, who have the background, and you dismiss anyone who has, say, for example, some key things in their career, like they led successful teams. Whether that's your industry or not, it doesn't matter. Like they led successful teams, right? And they managed several projects and they they did X, Y, and Z. Like, could you take those things and and teach someone the job? Absolutely. So there's that's an under underrated thing that people can bring to the table from a whole new industry. It's a new perspective. A new perspective. Yeah, I can go on and on talking about sí, that. Como eres una persona nueva, quizás tú vas a ver, tu perspectiva va a tener diferentes lentes, diferentes visión. Sí. Ellos han estado trabajando el mismo problema todo el tiempo. Um, so, similar, a veces, no sé si les ha pasado, pero están buscando un lápiz o sus lentes o su teléfono sin realizar que la traen en la mano. Uh-huh. Entonces, a veces eso también pasa, no solo con los problemas que tenemos, que tenemos la solución en la mano, entonces, en el, en el uh, medio laboral, es como ellos siempre lo están viendo, no ven una solución como la podrías ver quizás tú. Exacto. I, I, I mean, lo acabas de decir uh, perfectamente. Y no es que, like, again, like we're not saying that it's not stressful. We're not saying that it's nerve-wracking. Uh, but also, like, be a little bit confident about right. the fact that you may have something in a room of people that no one else has. And that's a new perspective on things. So don't be afraid to ask, well, why do we do that this way? Again, you're not not necessarily looking to give an answer. That's not your goal. Your goal is to learn, right? But by asking those questions, you may get answers like, you know, that's how we've always done it. But now that you say something, I've been thinking about a better way of doing things. Like, holy cow, 
And that, all that starts with someone who has a new perspective, who doesn't know the job. Mm-hmm. Now you started a conversation that can lead to a process improvement or can lead to helping someone step up about something that they've been afraid to step up about because they don't want to be the only one in the room. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. All right. What's your, what's your next tip? Collaboration, 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 especially across department lines. So important. One of the things that I did when I first came over to to this new company um, was I wanted to understand how what my team did uh, impacted different departments across the company. So I met with those departments and I said, help me understand uh, what do you do at a high level, right? Uh, and how do our two departments interact? I'm the new leader for this team and I want to find ways for us to be more efficient, but also for us to be better partners. Holy cow, did I get information. Valuable, valuable information. When you come to the table with that and now like, hey, I'm the new supervisor. I'm looking I'm looking forward to working together. That's so cool. It's so generic. People will pick up on that and they will shut down so fast. Mm-hmm. But when you're like, but when you approach things like, hey, I want us to work together. Like, can you tell me what you do? I want to learn about what you do. But also, uh, I want to know how our two teams work together. And how do we how do we find ways to be more efficient together? Because trust me, they will have insight on that. Right. People will always have insight on how you could do something better. Definitely. And mm-hmm. I think that um, collaboration is not used enough. Oh yeah. Siempre que nos ponemos nosotros mismos en un silo, mm-hmm. pensando que somos los únicos, entonces es importante um, no solo a platicar, pero trabajar directamente y entender cómo les afecta. Y me encanta esa pregunta de cómo te afecta a mí, a ti, mi equipo. Uh-huh. Porque así también sabe, y no, así también uno puede decirle al equipo, oye, no solo so- lo que estamos haciendo aquí nosotros. Sí. Porque este departamento no puede salir adelante hasta que no le demos la información o el proyecto o lo que sea. Exacto. Y con los dos es eso, Gaby, también el equipo tuyo, como, como dije, he estado tan enfocado en su trabajo que quizás no entienden cómo lo que ellos hacen impacta en otro departamento. Sí. O toda la compañía. Exacto. Y you no, know, como por ejemplo, una, una de las cosas que yo hice de, después que yo tuve esos meetings con esos de, de, diferentes departamentos, yo lo invité a ellos a que vengan a, a los meetings de mi equipo que tenemos todas las semanas. Y le dije, you know what, what you're sharing right now, that's really good insight for my team. Would you be willing to come in and talk about what you do? And would you, would you be willing to, to have a, a, a Q&A session with my team? And both them and us, we walk away knowing so much more about each other and, and about what we do, but also being more conscious about what we do because we know it's impacting a real person on the other right, end. Right, right. Y estos, estos pláticas que estamos teniendo también pueden aplicar a, a emprendedores que están en una industria nueva, quizás en un negocio nuevo, mm-hmm. porque hay muchas maneras de colaborar, hay muchas maneras de, de poder hablar con otros en la industria o quizás que no estén en tu industria que te puedan apoyar con otra perspectiva. Mm-hmm. Sí, bueno, eh, y lo que estamos dic- mucho diciendo es acerca de, de mi experiencia con una industria nueva, pero absolutamente, puedo aplicar en muchos, muchos escenarios. Yeah. Qué bien, qué bien. So, cuéntame entonces. ¿Cuál fue el último consejo que nos tienes? Uh, <laughs> this is one that I'm working on right now. It's a work uh, in progress. Work in progress. Uh, work-life balance. So, 
I obviously I'm not the person who coined this, so let me just put that out there. But uh, life is a marathon. It's not a race. Is that right? A rally race, something like that. We talked about this. Like I suck at sayings. So what I'm trying to say, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say that um, a lot of us, when we, especially when we join a new industry, we want to learn it all. We want to learn it all because we feel like we have to know it all in order to be competent, to look competent, to know, to know what, to look like we know what we're talking about in meetings. And first of all, it's not about you knowing having, uh, it's not about you having all the answers, but also uh, it takes time. It takes time for you to get fully caught up uh, about all the ins and out of your industry and your department. That's why the way that um, the way that I've approached it and the way that I recommend you approach it with knowing what the KPIs are and then, and then starting to collaborate will really help you get a head start because you can focus about what your team does and that's it and learn all the ins and out. But how does that help you impact the business? And if you don't know how that impacts your business, then where are you going? And are you focusing on the wrong things? So anyway, back to the number three is disconnect. Like work-life balance is important. You don't do anyone, including yourself, any good if you're constantly plugged in. It's important for you to disconnect, to go for a walk. I, I told you about that recently, that I've, be, I've made it a point to go on walks. After we're done recording tonight, I'm going to go home, I'm going to eat, and I'm going to go for a walk. And come tomorrow morning, I'm going to get back to work and take care of business. But I feel like that's so important. Like Work-life balance is going to be key key in helping you be successful because no one likes a grumpy leader. That's very true. Y la otra cosa también es que ha cambiado mucho el modo de trabajar la industria laboral. So antes decíamos que si uno pone su tiempo, da su tiempo y trabaja mucho, que vas a salir adelante, right? So put in the, put in the time, work hard and you're going to get ahead. Eso ya no funciona. No. Ese modo de pensar ya no funciona igual que antes. Entonces tenemos que verlo de diferente manera. Y parte de eso es cuidándonos a nosotros mismos. Y aunque no creo en el balance del trabajo y la vida, porque es muy difícil de alcanzar. Bastante. Creo que uno tiene que empezar a, a moderarse y a ver. Yo sé que cuando uno empieza un trabajo nuevo es importante o creemos que es necesario estar ahí 14, 12 Todo horas. El tiempo, right. Y quizás al principio sí, ¿no? Para mm -hmm. empezar, alcanzar, aprender lo básico. Pero llega el punto de que si tú no te cuidas, no cuidas tu cuerpo, no cuidas tu mente, este, va a ser peor para ti, para tu equipo, para el, tu nueva compañía. Así es que es bien importante de, de buscar algo que te guste hacer, ya sea ejercicio, leer, estar con familia o algo, pero tomar ese tiempo, aunque sea solo los fines de semana o solo en las tardes, ten, también tenemos que buscar qué funciona para nosotros, ¿no? Uh -huh. Yo sé que para ti desconectarte los fines de semana ha sido algo que creías imposible uh -huh. y que yo ya estaba haciendo, pero a mí también me tomó dos años para decir, ok, hasta aquí, uh -huh. ya no voy a tomar. Ahora, aunque a veces checo, pero no me siento obligada a responder. Sí. Pero es porque he, he empezado a realizar de que yo también tengo que tener tiempo para pensar y usar mi mente para otras cosas, porque si no hago espacio para nuevas cosas, no voy a ser productiva cuando llegue al trabajo. Uh -huh. Y he tratado de enfocarme más en buscar 
opciones creativas, uh -huh. ¿no? Porque en el trabajo siempre estamos trabajando, you know, con cosas muy contextuales, con cosas más difíciles, con cosas más de procesos. Sí. Entonces, pa yo para abrir mi mente he tratado de los fines de semana buscar algo que pueda ser creativo para mí. Entonces, cada quien tenemos que buscar la cosa que nos pueda ayudar a salir del modo de trabajo. Sí, vamos a hacer algo diferente. Creo que era, que era eh, Albert Einstein que, que él iba y hacía una cosa, you know, with whatever it is that he was doing, but then he would do, go and do something creative, like play the piano, play the violin, and then come back to it again. And that's, he saw it as a way to recharge his batteries. So it's not that he necessarily went and just slept, You know, but he did something that was completely different than what his focus was. And then he came back to the focus. And he said that that helped him be more successful. Yeah, I mean, I think I you really like have to find to whatever, whatever, you it know, is. whatever yeah. it is that works for you. But understand that, um, you know, especially when you do a new, a, a switch to a new job, a new industry, a new company, a new position, that you have to take this development of yourself and time away ser very seriously because mm -hmm. then you can get overwhelmed and you know panic attacks stress induced mm -hmm. um heart issues stress induced hives then you then you can't you cannot connect with your people right you can't collaborate no one's going to collab uh, collaborate with you no one's going to want to follow you yeah so aunque sea difícil tratar de hacer eso Sorry. porque a veces no lo vemos como esa una ¿Cómo se dice? Return on your investment, right? No nos da resultados, uh -huh. pero realmente son resultados que no se pueden medir. Sí. Bueno, y no se pueden medir porque tienen mucho que ver con tu actitud. Uh -huh. Like, you don't walk around, most people don't walk around saying, I'm a 10 right now, I'm a 10 right now. You just are. Right. But people pick up on that. You know, and whatever that work-life balance looks like, we like, we purposely haven't told you what that is because... Again, like Gabby said, it, it changes from one person to the other. And it changes in stages. You know, yeah. you have little kids, you have a different priority. Right. Your kids get to middle school or high school, your priorities change again. And they're, you know, you're busing them around from one place to another. They go off to college or maybe you work at, or you're a stay-at-home mom. I mean, there's so many different options that we have so that as your life changes and moves on, then you have to adjust what that life balance will look like for you. That's right. All right. Well, we'd love to hear about how you have handled new jobs, new industries. Um, if you think that these um, perceptions or thoughts that we gave you are helpful, we'd love to hear about that. Please comment. I mean, we're <laughs> sure we love the sound of our voices, you know, but at the end of the day, the reason we're doing it is because we want to provide value to our Latino professionals and our, and our entrepreneurs. So, si las cosas que están escuchando les están ayudando, déjenos saber porque then we know, okay, this is what, what most, um, here's what's getting a lot of traction right. and we need to create more content around those very specific things because right now we're talking about things that we find or we think that are valuable to you, but we may be missing the mark. So, I feel like it's important for you to share your thoughts, your ideas, uh, and let us know what you think. If you like it, let us know. If you want to hear more about different things, let us know too, because at the end of the day, we're creating this with you in mind, just like our intro says. Definitely. All right. Well, let, look forward to seeing you or talking to you again the next time. Hasta luego.